songs. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover, and in this episode, I am joined by my lovely husband, who you haven't heard from from uh, for a very long time, Ari Vukitas. Hey everyone, I'm still here. Hi. Hi. How's it going? Oh. Uh, it's wonderful. Everything's great. <laughs> People um, haven't heard from you in a very long time. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, nothing happened to me. I'm fine. I'm here. Uh, uh, the rumors are false. I'm still alive. I'm not on the run. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's been a while. Thought I want to drop in and see how everyone's doing out there in Radio Land. <laughs> so Ari and I have three boys together, uh, a five-year-old, an eight-year-old, and a ten-year-old. And... Today was special because it was the second time I've been home alone in the last almost one year. Inspired by this very podcast, actually, because you told, I think, Adam Pally that you've only been home once by yourself in a year. And I, did yeah. I was like, well, that can't be. Ch-. And I did the math and I was like, oh, no, that that is. True. Yeah. It doesn't mean I haven't been alone like I've. You know, I've I've taken a few trips to pick things up from Target. Oh, la di da! <laughs> Look at who's all of a sudden a celebrity. Yeah, but again, we—is uh, <laughs> that what celebrities do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, here in in uh, Los Angeles, we've been in lockdown for uh, almost a year. And, and I get the sense that some people in some parts of the country don't understand what that like true lockdown is because you go on instagram and people are out there and they're at least on some level doing stuff but we really don't leave the house like we go to get groceries but we get them like brought to the car yeah and and i don't even do that you do that yeah uh i'm i'm mostly at home with the kids you know what actually i imagine it's like what a like what house arrest would be like if your guards are like real chill (laughs) like yeah go walk around the block or whatever you know you're right. I but, think you're yeah. right. In fact, we probably get out less than if we were under a house arrest because uh, at least then there there's mandatory exercise time. Isn't right? there? Well, that's for like a is regular that... jail. I, I don't, don't know. know. We're just trying to figure out what kind of jail our life is like. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. I know from Instagram and Facebook that I have Facebook friends in Minnesota and Idaho. Well, and just other states where like people are going to school. Uh, they're going skiing. They're going swimming. But here in Los Angeles, for the most part, that's not our our reality. Yeah. And I don't mean to be insensitive to our large population of incarcerated listeners. Well, you know, I mean, this this past week, the Adam Pally episode mm-hmm. went out. It was a very controversial episode. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were upset by the episode. <laughs> Ari is laughing. Because <laughs> I didn't have to get all the direct messages. Right. Yes. I got a lot of messages. There was a lot of talk on the group about people having their feelings hurt by that episode, which, you know, I want to apologize that people's feelings were hurt and that I had something to do with that. I'm going to apologize the way our 10 year old would apologize, which is like, I guess I'm sorry if something we said (laughs) made you upset for some reason. (laughs) But, you know, I, I obviously, uh, (laughs) <laughs> this whole time have been uh you know supporting our teachers i i love our teachers i'm so grateful for our teachers and i on I, the other hand no, and i certainly don't think that people with one kid 
aren't real parents and no. you know that, that that's like a pet it's but it, it was a joke that n- not i was making but i understand that some people were hurt by that but also these are tough times people are stressed out oh yeah they're gonna pop off a little bit and comedians are gonna pop off a little bit so it's like you know what your circumstance is if you're having a hard time you know you're having a hard time we get it we see you we respect you but like come on man yeah it's a two-way street yeah yeah our safe space includes we have to be safe to violate other people's safe spaces (laughs) and we as comedians and hypocrites demand that what's going on did i say it wrong so i i just uh you know, I definitely don't want this to seem like a I'm sorry you were I'm sorry you felt like I hurt you. That's not what this is about. I just, you know, I don't I don't want anyone to listen to this podcast and feel upset or sad. That's not the purpose of this podcast. No, you're already feeling upset or sad. That's why you are listening to the podcast. <laughs> exactly. So I, I think and, and tell me because I, I obviously if I'm putting words in your mouth, do not let me do this. But I feel we're just saying we see you. Uh, I, I I hear you. Your feelings are valid. Uh, we are not apologizing for our content as a podcast. We're but hey, look. Yeah, it sucks out there, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the best way is to say this, except that when we have guests on the show, they are independent beings who don't speak for me or the podcast. They are people speaking on behalf of themselves. Like many podcasts, this is largely unscripted. (laughs) This is totally unscripted. This is entirely unscripted. So I think that was part of, I think, what was kind of devastating to me as a host, that people were somehow conflating the jokes that our guest was making with my personal true thoughts and feelings and and whatever you know the podcast is supporting and, and listen if you haven't listened to it the adam pally episode which i think is hilarious i think it's a really funny episode go listen to it you apparently will have one of two reactions yes which is either uh what is everyone upset about or how very dare you sir and both are valid <laughs> right it's either uh i want adam pally to be your new guest host or, or co-host which is what People have reached out to say. Absolutely. Or. I want him to eat chicken fingers in the rain forever. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, God bless, because I don't think Adam Pally cares either way. Here's another thing. I got to say, as parents, we all say stuff, at least I, all the time. All the time. That is like. Fucked up. Fucked up. That is not. What I would necessarily say to our beautiful five-year-old just a couple couple days ago. And we know them, and we have to see them all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean... Uh, Yeah. So, like, I mean, you know. Yeah. Please give us grace, and please give our guests grace. Yes. Uh, We we love you. We see you. We All of us, we all have our own kids, and uh, no effort is put in here before we say something to... Oh, gosh, I hope this doesn't offend everybody. Uh, We're just trying to be honest. Yeah. It ain't that kind of party. It ain't that kind of party. My assumption is that you understand that this is a shit show. We're all just trying to get by. And I I hope you give grace to me and my guests and my co-hosts because we don't know what 
other people are going through. So if that scratched you raw in a way because we didn't know what you were going through, I hope you are able to look at it the other way around as well. Paraphrase one of uh, our friends of the show. We are all in different boats, but this is the same storm. We are all riding out the same (laughs) storm. We, We feel you. We hear you. We know you feel and hear us. Who said that? That's so That's so good. It was one of our mods, but I, I don't remember which one, so I don't want to give credit to the wrong person. Oh, yeah. We have a beautiful online community. It is the only reason I am still on Facebook, uh, <laughs> which is just a flaming nightmare of an institution. And we have uh, two amazing mods who are listeners like you. They're not getting paid. They are just doing this out of the goodness of their hearts. And I'll tell you what, you want to know something funny? I think we have three mods, but only two are amazing. You guys figure out which one we're talking about. Wait, what's happening? Am I wrong? I thought we had three mods. <laughs> Who's the third one? I'm the third one. Oh, you're the third one. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I forget. I forget that you're a mod uh, a- uh, or, you know, a moderator. But yeah. Every now and then Ari goes in and cracks heads. Yeah. Well, let's get to it, Ari. Let's do it. You, you have a story that you wanted to share today. Yeah. So, and be, I'm going to get into it chronologically, but first... So we have three kids, and I want you to guess, on the way to and from our destination today, how many times the car was thrown up in. Oh, no. So three kids. Guess how many times? <sighs> three? Keep going. <laughs> oh, God. Four? Yeah, it was four. Okay. <laughs> Odie threw up twice. Oh, God. Um, all right. So the, so the backstory of this is, so this morning, I got it in my head that I was going to take the kids to the zoo. Because the L.A. Zoo has been pretty closed down, but lately it's been open. They've got a new way of, like, regulating the people that come in and out and whatever. And, and I it's guess all outdoors. It's all outdoors. So and, we've got to be safe. Right. And so we're all super paranoid about this stuff around here, but apparently it's super safe. So I was like, all right, you know what? We're going to go. I'm going to get a zoo membership. Going to renew our zoo membership, which is not that expensive in the grand scheme of things. And I told the kids, I was like, we're going to the zoo later today. Uh, and everyone was like really excited. Betsy, you more than anybody else was excited because you're like, oh, I'm going to be alone, alone for a little while. For the second time all this year. Yes. So I did all this. And then. That's I, not a. I, I want to make it very clear. This is not an exaggeration. <laughs> no, this is true. This is true. Go on. And um, so I got everyone all excited about the zoo. And then I checked to see if there were reservations available today. Yes. And it turns out, it's a little complicated, Mm -hmm. but it turns out if you are a member of the L.A. Zoo, it is much harder to get into the zoo than if you are not a member of the L.A. Zoo. Well, that makes sense. Yes. Wait, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. But this is a fact. This is legitimately true. So now I have declared to everyone that we're going to the zoo, but we're not going to the zoo. Which, again, like, look, it's been a year. No one expects to go to the zoo. That's not a thing that's on the table. But then dad said we're going yeah, to the zoo. now it is. Right. So I was like, oh, no. And you said we're going to go to the zoo and you get to be alone. And right. I was like, great. Right. In, in other circumstances, right, normal circumstances, I might have been like, well, we'll do it another time. But that's not going to happen because no. I said it and more than a minute had passed and you had... Now I've got blue balls for alone time. That is the phrase you used. Yes. So I was like, all right, well, what are we going to do? So we, I looked for other things to do. And I was like, well, you know what? It's kind of like the zoo, the L.A. Arboretum. And that's open and that's outside and there's peacocks running around everywhere. 
There's ducks and geese, and there's fountains, and it's lovely. So we should go to the Arboretum. Uh, I tell the five-year-old, hey, can't go to the zoo today. We're going to go to the Arboretum. He's like, you got it, Dad. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but he's down. Yeah. He's a real trooper. Yeah. He, he's just happy to get out of the house, honestly. Happy to get out of the house. He's happy just happy to, happy to like, time. see anyone who isn't just the, the four of us, just honestly. Happy to be her coach, taking it one game at a time. Yeah. Right? Real team player. A lot of the time. And then I tell the 10-year-old, and you would have think, I canceled Christmas. Because his first response was, no! We go there too often! Remember what Betsy said about we haven't left the house in a year? We haven't left the house in a year. So, so no, we have not gone there too recently. It's been more than a year. But he is yeah. not having it i love he it no. furious. <laughs> that we would possibly go there again because we go there so much right even and though we haven't gone in a year yes and just to place this in time so i teach a class that starts at noon this is all going down about 11 45 so <laughs> normally this is when like i open the zoom room i review my notes like let's get ready for class right but instead i am being just attacked he's just so mad and i was like you're you're coming. No, I'm not. It's like, you are because I make the decisions because I'm much older than you. And then Ari comes in to me and he's like, here's what's going on. And and I'm like, no. Oh, right. That's he, right. No. I mean, and Ari's like, well, could he just stay home? And then, you know, he'll just stay out of your way. And I was like, no, because yeah. that's not home. I didn't home even, alone. No, but see, I didn't even get that pitch out. I was just like, Rex doesn't want to go. And you're like, uh-huh. Interesting fact. Because you're going. <laughs> I'm saying here, get the fuck out of my house. Yeah. I'm paraphrasing, but not, but I'm lightly paraphrasing. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was like, this is not an option. And you're like, find something to do. Now remember, we spent a year trying to find something to do. So <laughs> I have gone from being fucking Jedi hero yeah. to, oh, in the next 10 minutes, I have to find something everyone's going to want to do. Because you're going to work for two hours. And right. then the moment that's over, you need We're to go. Going. So Somewhere. The 10-year-old now has announced he is not going, he is staying. And I was like, yes, so you mad. are. So Tears. mad. Tears. Furious. Tears. It, it, and now, so now it's 11.55, all right? And he goes, I'm not going. Yes, you are. He goes, what if I don't? I go, I don't know. Maybe you don't have screens for a week. We can work that out, too. <laughs> and so I close the door. He throws his shoulder into it to open it. And I close it. I'm trying to lock the door like a fucking horror movie. What? You're trying to lock what door? Lock our door to our room. Oh, you're trying to lock. class you, is wait, starting. Just to be clear. So you're trying to lock yourself into your into own bedroom. our bedroom. I thought he was throwing. I thought you were locking him into his room. Oh, no, that's and brilliant. I'm, but I can't do that. And I was like, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. great. I would love to do that sometimes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I wouldn't want to do that. I'd want to do that. So, but he's throwing himself against the door. I'm trying to like barricade it, like in a zombie movie, right? I'm like, I'm not talking about this now. And I'm like, blood is up. I like my spidey sense is going all over the place. <laughs> Your spidey sense. You know what? Like for me, it was like in my lower back when I feel danger, and it's just like radiating, like like pain, and, like watch out, everything's bad. And then all these like um, spider webs shoot out of your hands. I wish I could at least keep the door locked that that's way. That's true. So I teach class and that's... Oh, and at some point I mentioned to the eight-year-old, we're going to the Arboretum. He's like, all right. At some point during my class, class is almost over. And I hear uh, Ajax, the eight-year-old, decides to go take a bath. So he's yep. in a bath. All right, great. And at this point, too, I'm like, for me, 
I'm in the mindset that like of like the last week of school when you're a kid and you're just like, I'm already on vacation in my head. Oh, yeah. So that's how I was. I was like, I yeah. don't even give a fuck. You're, you're already is, gone in my in mind. She's in second semester senior mode because she's been promised two hours to like clean by herself. <laughs> Yep. Oh, and by the way, in case you're wondering, have I brought out the the carrots and the sticks? Like, yes. I'm like, hey, we'll go get a milkshake. I don't want it. Like, you what? It's not worth it. Well, okay. <laughs> so I thought that would work. But I'm like, all right. Well, so with Rex, it's like, well, he's going. I'm going to throw him in the car. He's going. And essentially, yeah. I said that. I was like, look, the, we're going. The variable is, is, is this a bad time or a good time? Do you get a milkshake? Do you not get a milkshake? Either way, you're going to be in the car. Can we do it without screaming? I guess somehow he, I guess, calms down or I'm away from him. I get out of class. Ajax is still in the bath. And I'm like, all right, hey, listen, you don't have to get out right now, but get out soon because we're going to the arboretum. And he goes, what? No! What? Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so... So you have to re-litigate and re-like have a drama again? Yeah, uh, daddy is not having it. And I was like, (laughs) what? No. And and then he starts, you know, this kid who's been very good lately about not starting fights. He's got a real drama streak. Oh, who? Ajax. Oh, Ajax. Ajax. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The eight-year-old. The eight-year-old. The middle child. He's like, I guess you don't care about me then. Wait, what? I'm like, what? I'm taking you to the Arboretum to like see some peacocks. And then he goes... I guess you want my legs to die. I go, what? I'm, I'm not, I'm going downstairs. I'm not, this is too stupid. I'm not You asked him to come out of the bathtub and that was no, his reaction? No, no. I said in like 20 minutes, we're going to go to the Arboretum. Uh-huh. And he was like, you want I my want legs, my legs to, to die. die. And I did, I have no cool. answer for that. I don't right. know what he's talking about. So I start walking downstairs and I just hear him go, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And as always, I'm like, you don't need to be sorry. Let's go. It's fine. You don't have to want to go. Let's go. So he eventually gets downstairs, grumble, grumble, grumble. And meanwhile, I'm like, we're going to get milkshakes. You don't have to put the dishes away. When we come right. home, we can play screens. It'll be fine. You know, <laughs> so we get in the car to go to Carl's Jr. to get ice cream, to get milkshakes on the way. By the way, Ari meant you don't have to unload the dishwasher. What did I say? You don't have to put the dishes away, which out of context might be confusing. I just want to clarify. All right. Either way. <laughs> We're going to the Arboretum. You don't oh. have to put the dishes away. You kind of on cater way to clean up duty, the Arboretum. No, okay, sorry if I was not clear. So we get in the car, and this is, you know, we have a small car. We have an old Prius, and uh, we've got the three kids in the back. As we are pulling out of the driveway, Odie, the five-year-old, goes, oh, my neck hurts. Oh, yeah, he's been saying that about his car seat. No. Uh-oh. My neck hurts means I will throw up within the next ten minutes. That's what that means. That has nothing to do with the car seat as far as I mean, neck hurt means. The seatbelt was scraping him on the neck. No. I don't know why he calls it that. It's his language. And I'm like, once in a while, I don't know why, right? I don't know what that means. So I'm like, okay, good. Did you know what that meant at that time? Yes, because every time I take him in the car, (gasps) he throws up right after saying his neck hurts. And listener, you know, uh, friend at home, that. If you've been listening to this show for for a long time, you know, our our kids get motion sick. The middle kid gets super motion sick. The, the, our oldest, he, he likes to think he doesn't get motion sick. Oh, I don't think he thinks that after today. Since we've been not going anywhere ever, the kids ne- are never in the car. So now they get motion sick at the drop of a hat. Oh, yeah, I forgot. That's something in the bath that Ajax was like. It's so far away. I'm just going to like throw up. And I was like, it's a half 
hour away. The same distance as everything. It's a half hour away. Zero minutes into the trip, Odie is like, ahem, excuse me, at some point I should throw up. And so I'm like, good, let's keep going and get fucking milkshakes. Yeah, great. Let's keep doing Add, this. Put some dairy in there. Mm-hmm. So we go, we get our milkshakes. First. First. And let me ask you, do the kids all have like a sick bag yes. at the ready? Yes, okay, yes. well, that's good. Yes. We have more sick bags than an airplane cabin. Great. We're good to go. Wow, that's a lot. It's a lot. It's like 60. Okay, we have fewer than okay. an airplane cabin. I'm not saying relative to the number of passengers. We have more than one per passenger. Okay. We go to Carl's Jr. We get the milkshakes. Odie takes one sip because I don't feel like drinking this now. So right away, I'm like, ah, shit. Oh, no. You know if a, a five-year-old doesn't want a milkshake... Right? And, like, I don't know what's bad. A car sick... What's worse? A car sick four-year-old not wanting a milkshake or a car sick four-year-old wanting a milkshake? Ew. So he doesn't drink the milkshake. That's fine. Great. No problem. By the way, good milkshakes. Real expensive. Right? It's like $6 milkshakes. So, uh... Each? Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, what? I think Carl's so. Jr.? Carl's Jr. What the fuck? There's vodka in him. Oh. So, uh... So we start driving... And it's what's supposed to be half an hour. It's not really about getting them. Is that what you're looking at me for? No, just, I was just also imagining they're like 48 ounces. You know, well, there's only, there's only one size, which is too big for a child to finish. Yeah. Parenting and marriage can be a real challenge, as you know from listening to this show. Our kids can try our patience and drive us insane on the best of days. We're pulled in so many directions between our kids, our partners, trying to just keep on top of our household, maybe even pets, and last of all, ourselves. That's why I want you to check out the Whiny Palooza podcast. It's hosted by licensed clinical social worker Rebecca Green. She interviews amazing parenting and marriage experts to help us all achieve our happy family. She's an amazing interviewer, a best-selling author, a top 100 mommy blogger, and an inspiration to all of us. We are not alone. Go to Apple Podcasts and take a listen to the Whiny Palooza podcast and get inspiring parenting and marital tips today. Now, by the way, we've delayed just long enough that this... Half hour trip is now according to Waze forty three minutes. So this becomes a bit of a guarded secret because you've taken a detour. We've gone a, we've got about five minutes out of the way, so that's five minutes, five minutes. Plus, it's a little later in the day, so LA traffic has been like, ah, time to wake up and get to work. Fucking up Ari's day. Got it. So we start driving, and you know we're listening to K pop, and Odie's feeling. That's all we do in the car. Yep, blast K pop because it's the, car. the only thing we can kind of all agree on. Yes, and and I am in extreme keep everybody happy mode i am laughing at every joke anyone may- oh my god that's a- you know and they're like and they like to like listen to the korean lyrics and be like it sounds like he's had murder your dad and i'm like oh my god it does sound like that words are funny like, are we good guys uh and then Odie's like i'm a bit sick right before we get on the highway so this times out well Odie throws up in a bag no problem we got this guys Pull into the so gas station. Wait, sex is fine. Wipe it off, tie it up, take it out so we're good. All right, cool. Get back on the highway. We're on the highway for a while. It's traffic. We're going to be on the highway for a while. At some point, well, you know, when when Waze is like in 6.8 miles or whatever, right? Ugh. And then Rex is like, yeah, I'm going to be sick too. So we're driving and then so I, Rex gets to the bag in time. But the last time he was sick of the car, he... 
use the bag as a vague guideline of where oh. I should throw up. Remember oh, no. when I had to like clean out the car for like a day? Yeah. Yeah. We had to like buy like car carpet shampoo and yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I was like a little wealthier, I would have just like burned the thing to the ground with a match and collected the insurance. Fair. <laughs> so then Rex throws up into this thing. And, and oh, by, by the way, so he's, while he's nauseous, but fighting it back, he becomes real grumpy. And so my attempts to like. <laughs> he's already grumpy. <laughs> he's a bit of a moody gentleman. He is what I have said on the show. Uh, I've called him emotionally dynamic. Mm-hmm. And not only has he always been emotionally dynamic, but he is uh, 10 years old. Yes. He's he's coasting, he, or not even coasting it. He's like, like up the roller coaster to. He's like pre pre teenager. Yes. Yeah. So he's like meanager. He's at that age where he's just mean to me all the time. So, oh yeah, like a tween. Yeah. Just mean. Yeah, just like a mean tween. Mean tween. It's a mean tween mean. machine. Just yeah. mean. Mean is just short for mean tween. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Great. He throws up into this bag and uh a lot. And then he's like, So what do I do? I just hold this bag of barf? Yeah. And we're on the highway for a while, right? So I'm thinking, well, there's not a lot I can do about this. Now, I have a plan, which I have the empty paper Carl's Jr. bag. And these bags are plastic. You can tie them off, right? But there's... The sick bags. The sick bags. So I'm sort of waiting... Did he make it into the bag? Yes. Okay, great. That part's great. But I also... The other thing is, the Arboretum closes at 5, right? So Shit. It's you left the closer. house at 3. Right. Uh-huh. It's getting closer. So I didn't want to like go on some weird detour to stop because it's like... Imagine going through all this and then we get there and it's like, ah, here's a peacock. Let's get out of here. Like, <laughs> I'd never, we'd never go anywhere again. Because every trip is premised on the idea that they say, we hate it, we don't want to go. And I can truthfully say, you will have fun there. Yeah. Because I, every, now I won't, but they every will. Every single time we go anywhere, at least one person, one child says, I, I don't want to go there. I yes. hate it there. And then... As soon as we go, they have a great time yes. laughing. Like, they're the happiest. It's the best day Every ever. trip ends with one of us going, so, I know you said you weren't going to have a good time. Did you? And they're like, they sullen and they kick a rock. They're like, yeah, guess so. Yeah, you know? exactly. But so, but we have to keep this streak alive, right? The moment we have an actually terrible trip, I lose the entire moral high ground. Yeah. So I, I don't want to pull off and I don't want to leave my man holding... A vomit bag. Yeah, a bag of hot vomit. Yeah. yeah. So, at Oh, I guess some... it's not too hot. It's full of milkshake, yeah. Oh, no. I like lukewarm. Oh, I'm triggered Sorry. by this. So at some point, so I've never been happy to see traffic, but I'm a little happy to see some traffic because we can slow down. It gives me some options. <laughs> and at some point, I'm like, all right, guys. It's like, Rex, I'm about to do a real high risk maneuver, Uh-oh. which is... You're because we're almost in standstill traffic. We're still moving. It's real slow. Whereas, like, you're gonna hand me the bag, but what I have to do somehow is tie it off and put it aside. And I was like, and if you and I mess this up, Rex, it's gonna be the worst day of our lives. And he was like, okay. I was like, we got this. We got this. I felt I was getting the movie Gravity. It's like we have to work together to, and it works. We get it done. He passes me this thing. I somehow rip the top off. I tie it off all while driving. Is that how we're supposed to do it? I don't know, but that's what I did. They, 
they advertise it like it's super easy to tie, and it's not, and Negative. I don't get it. Although I found out if you are in an existential panic, it becomes easier because you just like tear this thing yeah. off. Anything right. to, yes. So that's number two. Uh, and we're like, all right, so we're going to make it, right? So we we start getting close to the Arboretum. I mean, maybe the third one's my fault. Okay, I should say this too. So Ajax, the eight-year-old, he has gotten it into his head that our car smells bad. Yep. It doesn't. Nope. Truly does not. But just like our other Prius we had before, he's decided this one smells bad. So he wears his mask in the car. Correct. And... And he won't take it off. He will not take it off. Even though he complains that he doesn't... That he's uncomfortable. By the way. And also, you know, I'd like to point out that he is our child with the tricky gag reflex. Right. And so far, he's the one who hasn't. Right. And so I've also, part of this maneuver is, and we are on, I don't remember what, we're on a highway. And in LA, I don't know if other ways, you don't have your windows open on the highway, right? Nah. I have our windows open because Rex at this point has a hot bag of bath. Yeah. Right. So meanwhile, that's not great because then like fumes are coming in. Yeah. So at some point we're getting close to the Arboretum. We're almost there. And for whatever reason, I said, you know, what's wild is Ajax who is the one? Oh no! Right, I was no. like, who was so worried about throwing up? He's made it. He's fine. Oh, you did and make this I happen. Did, but we do make it to the parking lot, and we get there, and we get out of the car before Ajax just ralphs. So we are out of the car. So on the ground, right in front of the car, and everything. Great. And, and someone is walking by and going, <laughs> and, which my kids find so funny. <laughs> Wait. They made the stranger wretch. Yes. They made a stranger wretch. They they, thought it was hilarious. I think they didn't know this was a thing. (laughs) They're like, oh my God. They're like, in our house, in our family, we're just constantly throwing up. No, everyone else is fine. Right. And then, you know, we go back to eating dinner or whatever, uh, which is a thing that's happened. So I love that they're like, oh, other people are disgusted by this. I try, I have like a big like Diet Coke from Carl's Jr., that I, my instinct is, I'm just going <laughs> to spill this. throw it on the floor. Yes. To try to wash it away. But all I do, by doing that, I make it z- exactly 0% better. But I have now gotten rid of the only liquid we have. And Ajax promptly is like, oh, I'm really thirsty. I wish I could something to wash my... I was like, well, where was that one second ago before I made a rookie-ass mistake? I love that you're like... We're outside in a parking lot. Let me clean this vomit and let me clean it with something that's dirty and not water. For someone whose career hinges on making smart moment-to-moment decisions, I have some stinkers. And this was one of them, like, what? Well, because you had just been in the car for like an hour with these kids who are all throwing up and it's like a ticking time bomb and you're out of your mind. Yes. So now we're at the Arboretum. That, it, But I'll, I will say this. That happening and that poor woman retching <laughs> does break the tension. Great. Right? So That's I was like, good. all right. So let's go in. And we get there and it's the Arboretum is in magic mode right away. There's peacocks everywhere. Big old fat peacocks in the trees, on the fences, peahens walking around. 
It's dope. We get there. <laughs> There's other things at the Arboretum, too, but uh, but this the, is the, the peacocks are the big selling point. Because here's the thing. There are other places with trees and beautiful stuff, but this place, it's Arcadia, California, has peacocks like other towns have pigeons, and yeah. it's just everywhere. By the way, for whatever reason, the kids were like, peacock's cool, but oh my god, the ducks were like their favorite. Oh yeah! When I asked them what their favorite thing of the day was, a lot of uh, duck talk. Yeah, yeah. and to, to skip ahead, at the end of the, when we finally were getting in the car, and I was like, so, Rex... No, we, we weren't in the car. We were still in the Arboretum. And I was like, so you're having a good time, huh? He's like, yeah. And I was like, so maybe, maybe think you overreacted a little bit when you started screaming at me when I pitched this. And he goes, dad, if you told me there were going to be ducks here, I wouldn't have fussed at all. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh really? Is that true? Because I don't believe that's true at all. But I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Wow. He's a lying liar who lies. Yeah, yeah. I can't believe we created a person who lies so much. Uh, yeah. What? Yeah, the two actors who, I guess, make up stuff for a living. But for What a liar. For real. So from now on, anytime I'm going to be like, Rex, do some homework. There's some ducks in there. I'm just going to like, <laughs> lay this on. So, oh, by the way, one of the promises, one of the little uh, cell souls that I have done. There's more? Yes. Was I said, and this is when everyone was, I was trying to get people in the car. As I was like, look, we can use my phone and look for Pokemon when we get there. Oh, okay. Now, it turns out the LA Arboretum is just like a goddamn Pokemon hive. They have stocked that place. Great. There's Rocket Stops. There's Poke Stops. There's all kinds of rare Pokemon running around. Great. So this is what Rex mostly does. He's, while there, he's finding Pokemon. Hold on. You went to a beautiful place and our 10-year-old just wanted to look at a phone? I don't... Who? The same one who, when he was four, we went to Legoland and would not look up from his astronomy book. So yes. he's, you know, here and now. On game. On game. Uh, so you get to the Arboretum. Get to the Arboretum. Lousy with peacocks. Yes. And ducks and geese and the occasional dove. And it's lovely. And we walk through the well-curated woods and it's lovely and everything's great. And uh, then at one point, so one of the things about Pokemon Go is there is- <laughs> My phone a, just fell. An AR, an augmented reality component where you can essentially take a picture of like you posing with a Pokemon. Yeah. And uh, so we did this, but then it turned out the way the way the shot happened to look. He was like, Dad, pose like this and, you know, put your arm around it. By complete coincidence, it comes out as a perfect picture of this Pokemon, a golem, I believe it's called, punching me right in the nuts. Yes. And now that is all Odie can think of. It yeah. is the funniest thing my five-year-old has ever seen. And one a of the virtual things, Pokemon punching punchy. Daddy in the nutsack. Great. And they the, texted it to me. The, yeah, yeah. And I As thought me. I thought you texted it to me, but it wasn't. No, I didn't it have was, my phone almost any of that time. Right. They texted uh, it. Okay. Yeah, once in a while, I'd like wrestle it back to take a picture of like them with a duck or whatever. So now for the the, the half hour or so that's remaining, all Odie is doing is making jokes about Daddy getting punched in the nuts uh, <laughs> constantly. Because the other thing about our five year old is like, you know, he he's us, right? So like he also places uh, a, an important value on laughter and uh -huh. jokes. And he's got the art, but he doesn't have the art form. Doesn't know how to tell a joke quite yet. And he's the youngest, so and he loves the attention. Yes. So yeah. what he does is he takes anything that anyone else says. And I remember doing this when I was five, and just kind of like repurposes and repurposes and like 
Not even like when Ajax was little, he'd change it word, change it word, change it word, hold it up to the light, and just oh, yeah. look a little bit. Because he's rotated. a little comedy scientist. Yeah, uh, yeah. Ajax. Rotate it into like bad joke, bad joke, bad joke. Click. Aha. Ajax is a good joke writer. It's yeah. a funny thing to say about an eight-year-old, but he tells jokes all the time. He makes up jokes all the time, and he's really good at it. Yeah, our our ten-year-old is. He like, works at it. Yes, our ten-year-old is brilliant. Off the cuff, will just say like, "Oh, here's a funny blah blah blah." But Ajax, but he, like, he understands the craft of it. Craft. Yeah. Exactly. Odie, God bless him has neither of these things yet no but he's fine he loves it he's fine but also rex is in a mode where like he is not interested in having a joke repeated so that becomes a th- oh thing. yeah he's over it yeah yeah it ain't fresh anymore although in fairness i mean i today or yesterday oh this is such a me thing to say because me Odie, or mean me uh-huh. i don't think it's mean so my okay my least favorite joke of Odie's that he's been obsessed with is you don't have a brain you don't right? have a brain. You don't have a brain. We have this little toy a brain. brain. Oh, right. And so maybe 10 times a day, he'll be like, uh, Daddy, do you want this? Because you don't have one. Nice. Or like, uh, whatever. I think you dropped this because you don't have a brain. Right? Oh, constantly. hold this. Well, but here's the thing. 10 times a day, constantly, it does really get under my skin i had to yesterday i'd be like hey man listen i know you're doing this for a joke but you're you're calling me dumb 10 times a day and i don't like it and so literally yesterday i was like already a bad mood and he came up and he's whatever like morning idiot or whatever and i oh, it wasn't literally that but it's basically that and i was like odie I need you to workshop some new material. You said that to a <laughs> I said workshop some new material to right. five-year-olds. He hasn't yet. Hmm. I wonder why. Well, you know what? It's a pandemic. He can't. There aren't a lot of open but rooms. But you know what? Actually, buy the ticket, take the ride, Ari, because now he's got a whole tight 30 about me getting punched in the balls by Pokemon. Wow. Go through the Arboretum. You know, a short 45 minutes later, it's time to get out of there. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, every corner we turn we run into the same couple taking wedding photos who must have been like who the fuck are these children yelling about balls and like walking through our shots so finally but everyone's in a good mood right because guess what it's fun we had fun with our family like we're supposed to (laughs) when we go outside it makes them happy yes no matter what they say because they're kids in a park and for thousands of years that's been good yeah and will be for time immemorial so we're leaving. Everything's great. Uh, Peacock's very friendly. The only reason Ajax doesn't ride one is I won't allow him to, but the Peacock <laughs> would have been fine with it. Why? Well, because there's signs up everywhere that's like, hey, guys, please don't feed the birds. And we are the only ones that pay attention to that. Everyone else is like, popcorn for the masses. <laughs> so as so we're getting in the car, and I mean, I touch the handle of the door and they start bickering. And it is like... Like, we have opened a different chapter. I mean, it's like they're different people. And uh, I'm like, oh, God. So, again, the car. And I also, I don't have anything left to promise them, really, because we're not getting more milkshakes, right? No. Oh, and so. And, uh, we can't afford them. Right. Right. <laughs> so, but we, we ordered pizza. We're going to pick it on the way home. Yeah. And I was, and I was like, all right, guys. And I, unfortunately, I, I said this. I was like, all right, guys, look. If you behave, we're ordering pizza. And if you behave well, Guys, I'm going to be honest. We're getting pizza no matter what happens. But because we'd ordered it. He saw me order it. Like, what are you going to do? P.S. I'm at home and I was like, ugh, I don't want to cook for anyone. And then on my phone, it was like, 
your pizza is being made. And I was like, yes. I figured that might be the case. Yeah. Not, not about the pizza so tracker. Happy. But I was like, well, she'll be happy. We'll go get the, the thing. The Domino's pizza tracker is great. It may lie a lot about what those employees are doing. Oh, yeah. But uh, but it still makes me happy. So we get in the car. And like I haven't even turned the car on. And they're getting mad at each other for nonsense like if i was like hey look i'll give you five bucks to start a fight right you might be like oh i don't know he's touching my leg let's do this right yeah so it's everything you know or then odie will say something that's not an insult and Russ will be like hey blah blah, yeah. blah right? and so we are now pulling out onto the highway oh and the five-year-old odie is in this phase now where any small slight will turn into a screaming like he cry. has seen a reanimated corpse. Yeah. It is a Fay Ray from King Kong, full-on shriek. Yeah. And I am concerned for our safety because it also happens to be a time of day and we are heading in a direction where the sun oh boy. hits your eye like a big pizza pie. <laughs> That's a more. It's not. It's fucking dangerous. <laughs> and I have sunglasses on, but I still can barely see. The sun yeah. is so bright, it's right there. Yeah. And so I turn around to the kids as we were pulling out of the parking lot, and I stop the car, and I go, guys, I'm going to be totally serious with you, and I, I'm not trying to upset you when I say this. But if you guys scream and fight, we might die. <laughs> I said, because I can barely see. It is like I'm driving borderline blind and I am already tense and I got to be and I I'm was not lying. Oh, I was like, listen, if Odie, if you scream like that, it's going to make me tense up. I might jerk the wheel oh, and Jesus. we could get badly injured oh, or die. So our lives are in your hands. I'm going to do my part. And I was like, an Ajax Rex, you know, he overreacts about 100 percent of the things. Yeah. So that means you guys have to be very careful. Walk on eggshells. Don't do anything that might make him scream. Great. Our lives are in your hands. Okay, cool. I'm sure they totally listened. You know what's funny? They what? did not. They eventually did, but it took, it took two warnings. They were like, okay, got it, got it, got it. So like, I pull out of the parking space and I'm like, daddy, oh, daddy. I was like, okay, okay, guys, listen, listen. Just, I want to be clear. This is true. I can't, I need you to go, okay, okay, okay. Daddy, blah, 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 blah. I was like, okay, okay. And then it was fine. Right? It okay. was like, we're going to play K-pop real loud. Okay. And I just had a tense driving home. I get on the highway for like a minute. My neck hurts. Oh, oh no. no. I was like, Odie, neck hurts like you're going to throw up or neck hurts like your neck hurts? He goes, oh, I had a neck hurts. I'm like, okay, let me know. Let me know if you need something. And again, does he is he holding a sick bag? Not yet, but I have one. Okay. And so that, because Odie's the one guy that I can rely on yeah. to be like, sick bag, please. Like, he'll push yes. a steward's call. Yeah. So he's ding, pushes he's it. About that. Hey, can I have that bag? Got it, pal. Here yeah. you go. Throws up a little in the bag. It's like, it's okay. Sorry. Oh, so he does that? He does that. Okay. Throws up in the bag. But now there's nowhere to put it. So I think it's just on the seat <laughs> behind us. Oh. <laughs> That's right. At some point, or so the second time I've had a bag of vomit on the seat. Which I don't remember how it started, but we were calling it the like, world's worst hitchhiker. I think we were calling it, which is like, it's the worst passenger we've ever had. <laughs> it's just a giant bag of vomit. And then at some point, Rex is like, Daddy, you're a giant bag of vomit. It's like, do not, do not start. Because if you make Odie laugh, he will say this for a hundred years. That's all we're ever going to talk about. We, uh, we get to the pizza place. 
Wow. Okay. So Odie throws up, but no one else does no, before you get to the pizza place. It's all place. right. And okay. Like, and again, great. and I go back into MC the entertainer mode where I'm like, let's keep it light. Here's a funny story, which, you know, I know it pops as good parenting, but it's also very draining, right? But we make it. You know, when we get there, Rex is like strangely quiet because he's kind of not feeling well, but it's, you know, hey, how long till we're there? Like six more minutes to Domino's and another four minutes and we're home. All right. So we get to the pizza place, everything's ready, except the way people have decided to pull into this parking lot. Oh, that parking lot's the worst. Is such that it's like someone is in front of me and they just throw on their hazards and leave their car. Yep. It's like, what are you doing? So we get around and then a, a pickup truck pulls out. It's like, like some comedy chase where it's like, I expected two guys with a big pane of glass yeah. and like a barrel of watermelon yes. or whatever to come by. Anyway, plus every I don't know, but every time I go to that Domino's, I they're like, "All right, your curbside delivery's all set. Tell us what your car looks like." And all, this is like all in the app, and yeah. I'm like, "Great!" And then I do everything they tell me to do, and then I sit for 20 minutes in my car. That's what happened. And then I finally, the woman comes, knocks on the thing, pizza for Debbie. No, that's uh, none of us. Look at us. We're four dudes. None of us are Debbie. Okay, disappears. Comes back a little later with our correct order that. Was not the right, but whatever. Yeah, turns um, out, turns out, out it still wasn't right. Still wasn't right. But we that's... ordered a buffalo chicken pizza. They gave us some chicken Alfredo. Chicken pizza. Alfredo. It's a whole... Oh no, that was the buffalo chicken pizza, right? It was just fucking weird. Look, guys, this isn't a pizza podcast. <laughs> uh, but I'm gonna Look, tell you we what, like was... the pizza tracker app. We don't like the management of that particular Domino's and that. Buffalo chicken pizza is really lacking. Yeah. And meanwhile, as, as far as good parenting goes, like track what I've put into my kids today. Like a milkshake, <laughs> some pizza. <laughs> oh, God. Pandemic rules. Pandemic pandemic rules. Pandemic does not rule. So uh, anyway, we do make it home. Whereupon, and I wasn't counting this towards a total, Rex comes in and immediately throws up in yeah. the house. Yeah. In the toilet. In the toilet. He makes yeah. it to the toilet. And um, then he left like he came out of the bathroom and then he went back in like two more times. Yes, then came out, felt good enough, ate a bunch of Domino's pizza. Yeah. And then Mystery of Mysteries wasn't feeling well later. Yeah. But anyway, and that's that's what we did. That that's what I was doing uh today. What an odd through it. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you for doing that. I was home alone in our home for 2 hours by myself. And it was literally like a vacation. And by the way, and I come home and, what, and the house is clean. You've like rearranged stuff in the backyard. So it's not even like you took that time to be like, oh, I'm just going to zone out and watch TV. Like, no, you were like, ah, time to put on the Cinderella <laughs> outfit and get to work with my mouse friends. So, I mean, that's where we're at, right? That's There yeah. was a time in our lives where this would have been like, I'm going to take her out to dinner. We're going to get a barber center and a bottle of wine. And now it's like, you can clean without being yelled at. Yeah. I literally had the thought. I was like, oh, this is so nice. I can have a complete thought without being interrupted. Yep. And uh, once... And I didn't, but I had the luxury to do that if I wanted. <laughs> yes. You had the potential. Yeah. And once the third kid threw up, I was like... That's when I texted you, I think, and I was like, uh, 
I don't remember what I said. I, I think it was you were essentially like fire up the podcast. Yeah, I think I was like, uh, I could tell you how many kids just threw up, or I could just tell you on the podcast. Yeah, I kept asking how it was, and Ari was like, "Look, let's just let's just ma- do an episode later." Yeah. Uh, so anyway, there's a a story that took almost as long to tell as the adventure took. Uh, You're right, it did actually. So thank you out there in Radio Land for. For listening to this Letting story. Letting me unload my story. Oh, boy. Well, don't forget to send us your shit shows. Send us your stories. You can email them to whymommydrinkspodcast at gmail.com. You can also call our hotline. Uh, copy with your shit show. 424 uh, Copy with your shit show. Also, I don't know how many of you guys know this. I think you guys know this. I think Betsy talks about it. But twice a month, Betsy and I perform uh, improv with our uh, improv academy. We started a little improv school. And so check, just go to IlluminatiImprov.com or search us up on YouTube and uh, you'll find out when we're doing shows. Yeah, we do two free shows a month and we have special guests. And Jessica Elena Eason is there. You know her. She's a guest co-host. She's a frequent guest on the show. And, uh, and our friend Corey Willis and... Uh, it's all improvised off of your suggestion, and it's uh, free and super fun. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, if you find yourself more excited about ducks than peacocks, or... Vomiting many times into a bag, or just using your few minutes of precious freedom to clean the backyard. <laughs> if you find yourself so excited to finally be able to clean two bird baths without being interrupted. And if you remember that your life used to be glamorous and we used to go to parties and like live shows and hang out with all kinds of fancy people. It's I mean, cool, that's though. not even pandemic. Yeah, that's just parenthood. That's just parenthood. Well, just know that you are doing, oh, Ari, you're doing a great job. Thank you. And you are, you know, you're doing a great job. Thank you. And you listening at home, you are doing a great job. I'm Kate Thompson. And I'm Mark David Christensen. And together we host Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast. The show dedicated to the half-demon hero brought forth by writer-artist Mike Mignola and published by Dark Horse Comics. Each week, we discuss everything Hellboy. Plus his expanded universe with the BPRD, Abe Sapien, Lobster Johnson, and many more. That's Ah Crap, a Hellboy podcast on Campfire Media or wherever you get your podcasts. Campfire.